What if there were a place where wanting it all meant getting it, too? New Cape Line sparkling cocktails are swooping in to transport you to a seriously delicious paradise. They come at you with all the flavor you want and nothing you don't in margarita, hard strawberry lemonade, and blackberry mojito varieties. Plus, they're made with just six simple ingredients and nothing artificial. Welcome to having your cake and eating it, too. Head to capeline.com and find out where you can get your hands on the go-to drink of summer. Welcome to Capeline. Celebrate responsibly 2019 Capeline Beverages in Memphis, Tennessee. And now let's batch. On the phone, we have one of my faves of all time, my pal, your pal, a great podcaster himself, the one and only Ben Higgins. Hello, Ben. Juliet. Hello. <laughs> How are you, buddy? What's going on? Oh, I'm so good. Um, what is going on in my life? Uh, today, I spent four hours outside pulling weeds. Oh, my God. Um, and, uh, and I had that many weeds, yes. And I did my neighbor's yard, too, because I was having so much fun. So Whoa, right now... You're a great neighbor. I'm just... Thank you. Thank you. Uh, they're just never home. So, like, it, it's selfishness. And so, anyways, great day in Denver. I'm a very happy guy right now. And even better, because we get to talk with you. Oh, that's lovely, man. Thank you so much. Isn't um, that nice? I thought they have. <laughs> we haven't done this in a while. I am curious. Do you like this season so far? Typically... I don't know if you and I have ever had a season together that we've talked about stuff that I've, I've enjoyed. Um, oh, there was wow. moments in Nick's season that I really thought was fun. Uh, Colton's season, I thought there was like some intrigue and curiosity into how it was going to play out. Um, Rachel, I think, was just a boss and did a great job. You know, there's been like moments, but so far... I've never enjoyed a season in the first three episodes as much as I'm enjoying this season. I totally agree with you. I was saying this before. Like, no, really? Yeah, I totally agree. Like, I obviously am a fan of the show, but I, I feel like I'm more excited to watch this than than usual. I don't know. Like, I'm like looking forward to the next week. I'm just like, what else is Hannah going to do? Like, what else is going to happen? I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really digging it. It's good stuff. What to you has made it like a standout season so far? Um, I, I, I think one is it hasn't been overproduced. Yeah. And so there's not there's not moments where I'm watching and I'm going, there is no way that's happening. The moments are crazy and they're wild and weird, but you can tell that they're real moments. Like this, these are real people having real reactions to real situations. And I've really enjoyed that. Um, the second really is I think Hannah has done a great job at I don't think she means to, but her just personality allows the, 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 the person watching, um, the fan to feel like they're there and to understand where she's coming from. She's doing a better job explaining herself than I've seen a lead do and uh, maybe ever. Yeah. I mean, that's a high praise from you. Um, you just had her on your podcast, almost famous with Ashley. I, what was Hannah mm-hmm. like? Did you meet her in person? Uh, I've only met her in person once. Uh, I actually couldn't be there for that episode or that interview. Um, but I talked to Ashley afterwards and Ashley is a massive fan of Hannah. Um, she actually enjoys her. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I haven't heard really anybody that isn't a fan. I've heard people 
you know, obviously criticize her. That's going to happen. But I think people are just big fans of her because she's, she's just being her authentic self and allowing these guys to do the same. Right. You were at the after the final rose when she was like not able to mm-hmm. get a full sentence out. Are you surprised at her turnaround? Yes and no. So I was, when she was there, I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. And I went to talk to Ashley because Ashley is expert in everything Bachelor. And she's like, just wait. Her nervousness and her lack of ability to be like put together is going to make for an incredible season. And it has. I, and yeah, so she, I, agree. I, I was, I, yeah, I was kind of on the fence. And then I trusted Ashley because Ashley is very, like, kind of like you. Like, you two are very, <laughs> you're, you're never wrong about the show. You both have a really good perspective of the show. And so, yeah, Hannah's done amazing. And she has good guys. I mean, these guys are, like, they're entertaining. They, they, there's multiple entertaining people on this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Like, she's got a good bunch of guys, but really it's her so far. Like, the way that she had the way that she handled Luke this week, I just can't get over. I loved I loved it so much. I, I don't know if I liked the most when she said she wanted to call her own shots or when she wouldn't let him walk her to her dressing room or when she just mm-hmm. said he was irritating her. It was so dope. And like she just is like not afraid of the confrontation. I'm just confused though, because why do we not see this person on The Bachelor? Maybe it wasn't her element. I know. Sometimes it's easier for people to lead than to follow. Like national sure. leaders have a really hard time following. And I think now that, I mean, if Hannah's saying the words, I want to call my own shot, she thought about that for a long time. This isn't a new concept to her. When she was announced as the bachelorette, I bet at some point as a leader, she thought this is going to be a great opportunity for me to try to find somebody and to call my shots because I'm going to do it differently than anybody else would. And I think that's a great quality and a lead and just a really good quality really in a person, um, we need a good mixture of both. And so I don't know if being a part of the group was necessarily the easiest thing for her. And also we saw a lot of drama and conflict with her and the bachelor. And and so it probably put her in her shell a little bit. Oh yeah. I I agree with you. Also, she came in with baggage when like a lot of people are able to just kind of come come in and be whoever they want. But she had someone who like knew Mm -hmm. her there. So you're not able to like invent your persona in the same way when, when there's someone like that around. Yeah, there's no starting over on The Bachelor. And and once you kind of get called out once, you do, I mean, you get put on your heels. Sure. And I'm sure during The Bachelor, she felt like she had to walk a thin line because at any moment, if she does something wrong, it, I think she probably felt like she was going to get jumped on. Sure, sure, sure. I have a question for you. What kind of media training yep. do you do? Like in between the time that you are picked and then when you get to start start the show, like what's the media training like? Mm-hmm. It's not a lot. Uh, you do like, I think it's three sessions, once with Warner, once with ABC and once with NZK. And it's typically on, Hey, this is, it's mostly, I mean, obviously it's after the season. There's one before the season, one after the season, um, and one right before the very end of the season. But, Mm. um, it's just like throwing really spitfire questions at you. Hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? How would you respond to this? And then, um, in addition to that, it's really working on, like for me, here's a good example. For me, my, I had a problem with, and, and it still happens to this day, um, ladies. I would go, hey, ladies, or hey, guys, to the, to, the, to the women. And ABC called it out on me and said, hey, like you're calling them ladies and guys. They're not, they're women. Like they're, sure. let's call them who they are. And, and, give, and I just didn't recognize that until then. So there's little tweaks like that and just your overall like speech. Um, 
but it wasn't too intensive. You, you learn as you go. Sure. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, obviously you're not used to like being the star of a television show. I was just curious, like, if they put her through some crash course or something like that. Like, wouldn't really think she would need it because of the pageant stuff, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, Ben, do you have a favorite who guy knows? favorite guy so far? Yeah, I do. And who? it's gonna, I think, surprise you. And I have a feeling he's not gonna be there much longer. I really like Grant. Grant I think he's hilarious. A lot of people like Grant. Yeah. Actually, he's like, I feel like an internet hero. Why do you like Grant? Um, because quite honestly, Grant seems like a guy I really would like to like actually hang out with. Like he seems like an enjoyable dude who would love to have a bourbon or beer and watch sports and not put any pressure on me to be any more of a friend than I can be. He just seems like my best buddy already. Um, (laughs) he's confident enough to be unemployed walking up into the mansion and owning it. Um, he's also like his facial expressions in the moment when things are happening around him remind me a lot of times it hit me. This is what hit me. Um, it was a moment that uh, I think uh, Clint uh, Arliss on uh, Caitlin's season was doing something. I think it's when his whole, I don't even remember right, but his firestorm kind of went down. And he was charging out of the house. And I was sitting on the couch at the time in the mansion. And I thought to my, it hit me. I was like, the crazy stuff that I watched in The Bachelor that I never believe actually happened is happening right now in front of me. And I get a front row seat to it. And I'm just going to enjoy this because there's not many moments like this that I get to see in my life. And just get to witness and not be involved. And it looks like, to me, Grant has that attitude sometimes when, like, Luke is blown up. Grant just is sitting back, like, with popcorn in his lap being like, this is awesome. Yeah, like, he's, this is the best. He's definitely the, like, I don't give a fuck guy of this show. And he's just like... Oh, oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just, like, down for whatever. I believe he's the unemployed guy, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he owns the unemployed. Like, I mean, obviously, I hope he's not unemployed forever. Nobody wants to be in that season of life forever. But since he is, he made the most of it and went on The Bachelor. Like, that's not all bad. With this, with Grant, the way that he carries himself on the show, it feels like he's just choosing to be unemployed. Like, he's just like, fuck it, I'm not working. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm good with where I'm at. I, I, that could honestly be the case. Yeah. And I, yeah, so Grant, Grant is my favorite. I enjoy watching him. And I just think that if I was in the house with him, I, I his commentary, I'm sure... It's probably like a, a JJ's that was on my season sure. or Tanner's that you're like rolling laughing behind the scenes because their commentary on everybody is so funny. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm I'm pretty I'm I, I've been enjoying him though. He's definitely not my favorite. The Ringer is really Who's yours. Well, I think Pilot Pete, but I we'll come back to him in a second. The mm-hmm. Ringer is mm-hmm. really rallying behind Tyler Cameron, Tyler C. There's just a lot of enthusiasm, really? particularly for how hot he is. Do you find him that attractive? Um, I find him, like, to be, like, a joke. Like, it's, like, so ridiculous that he, like, was in the NFL, albeit briefly, and um, he seems pretty smart and has, you know, works in construction and also has modeled. Like, he checks so many boxes that it's, like, hard to believe this is real. I'm just like, what's wrong with this guy? But I do like him. I mean, he's objectively very, very handsome. He, I don't think he's, like, the type of person who would stop me in my tracks where I see him on the street. Not my, not like my style okay. that way, but he's like objectively very hot. Okay. Well, so here's the question. Yeah. Okay. I, we did the whole rundown of the guys before the season started and you, you know, we pulled out after the first episode, the guys that like Ashley and I, you know, thought were really like good looking and put it together. And, um, he obviously stood out. Did you like his dancing scene? I thought he was a good dancer. I thought he was a little much. On the first episode. I thought it was super try hard. I was a little confused yeah. by it. And I was just like, 
if this guy is really dope, he wouldn't need to do the dancing thing. And like, who, how does that happen? Like who convinces you, like you, the contestant to do that kind of thing? Like, how does it come about? Um, it's probably like sitting in a meeting at some point or sitting on a call and they go, what's like a weird character? Like what's a weird hobby or talent that you have? And he's like, I, a ballroom dancer. And they're like, perfect. And then when they go to do his hometown or whatever that is, um, whatever they call that first, like the pa- little the visit, package, yeah. The package, they're like, show us your dance moves. And then he can honestly probably get into it as much as he wants. Like he can either really go after it, which he did, or he could just like skip around a little bit, but he went after it. Yeah. He, he seemed like he was having a good time. The Footloose reference. I didn't believe he's really, he's seen that movie. Call, call me mean. You don't think you've seen Footloose? No, I just didn't for whatever reason. I just didn't believe it. Didn't I've buy never it. seen Footloose. So I don't, I don't believe him either because I've yeah. never seen it. And yeah, there you nobody go. Nobody does anything I haven't done. Ben, I think you'd like it. You should see Footloose. So, uh, I have two movies to watch. I think Ghost and oh Footloose are two that have been recommended to me this week. Oh my, Who recommended Ghost to you? Uh, my next door neighbor, the other one. Um, <laughs> on the other they side. They were watching it together on a date night. Yeah, they are watching it together on a date night. And long story short, I said, well, maybe. They just, I think they're big. Isn't Patrick Swayze in that? Yes, he is. Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore. Yeah. So, anyways, Footloose or Ghost this week, and I'll be dancing, I guess, pretty well. Yeah, sure. Ghost doesn't really have dancing, but yeah, sure. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg is also in it. Um, I really like Tyler. It seems like she likes Tyler. I think he'll go far. I think it seems like also everyone likes Tyler. He just kind of seems like a good dude. My favorite Tyler moment so far was when he was wearing the gray cardigan sweater. That was like just a fantastic sweater. So, I, I did enjoy that. I am a huge fan of cardigans. I actually, here's a little uh, thing. One of the producers um, on The Bachelor, his name's Todd. He's been around for a long time. Um, he's a cast producer. Uh, I was running out of clothes on Caitlyn's season. Uh-huh. And I, I just had gone, and he had a cardigan. And I was like, man, that's a nice cardigan. And I was in Ireland, and he gave me it to wear on my date. I think I remember well, that sweater, Ben. You do? It's it's blue with, yeah. like, red... Yeah, I remember like, it. Yeah, anchors on it. Yeah, so... Wow, that's, that's nice of you, Juliet, to remember what I was wearing. Um, I'm just a creep. Well, it, <laughs> I wore it again on The Bachelor and again on Winter Games. I am a huge fan of cardigans. I actually... If, if I could have a dream job, I would start a cardigan line because I think they accent everything we need. Like, they're dressy or they're dressed down. They're comfy. Um, yeah, I'm a big cardigan fan. I don't know what's stopping you from starting starting a cardigan line. Just get after it. No, it's not that easy. You can't. You just can't have a dream and go after it, Julia. You gotta think about it, process it, get fearful of it, and then you can go after it. <laughs> okay, good advice. Um, how are you feeling about Pilot Pete? Uh, big fan. I think he, uh, if he is not chosen by Hannon, and the cool part about this season, I don't know how this plays out. Me if he, I think he is. I think he is the next guy. Um, and I think he'd do a great job at it. I think he, you know, he's good looking. Um, he's genuine. He seems uh, he, pretty he's chill. He's well-spoken. Yeah, he's pretty chill. I like him. I'm a big fan of him. Uh, he's kind of another one of those guys that uh, that I could uh, hang out with. Here's the funny part. He kind of gives me Ben vibes. First... Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's good. I just gave myself a lot of compliments then. T- totally. What were you going to say? <laughs> I... Caitlin, this is my, and tell me, you might disagree with me. I'm biased because I was on it. This might be the best overall group of guys, top to bottom, not only with like the stories and the drama and the like craziness, but also just the top like 
dudes who, you know, could be there at the end since Caitlin's season. Yeah, I agree with you. There aren't that many that I'm just like, get this dude out of here. Like, I like, I like Pete. I like Tyler. Jed's okay. He's not for me. He looks like, a, he looks like a, a Martian to me. I like Mike. I like John Paul Jones. We're mm-hmm. going to talk about him in the back half of this podcast. I like a lot of them. I'd be like Grant. I mean, there's like a lot of good dudes. Yeah. And, and I think at the end, she could honestly have, here's the thing. Does Luke P make it to the final four at this point? Because I think that if she didn't have the connection with him on night one, like she did, he's gone. I can't stand him. Do you like him? Um, well, here's, here's my thing. I mean, is, uh, I, I, I like the fact that he is, he's so into her. Yeah. Um, and he is committed to her fully. I like, I mean, I, I can tell that, but he's also the type of guy who, I, what I don't like about him, I guess, is his comments so far on, Hey, if she was sick and she didn't want me there, I'd still stay. And she definitely is into me. I don't, I don't, I've never appreciated any guy who thinks they can force a feeling yeah. or an assume an emotion on any other person, especially a woman. And so that's the part that I'm watching. I'm like, dude, you just got to back off. Like he obviously thinks very highly of himself, which isn't always bad, but I think he's taking it to a next level. I agree. There's just like, um, I, I called him to have saying, I, I said he had stalkery vibes, which I stand by. <laughs> and he just like doesn't respect boundaries. Mm-hmm. Just like take no for a minute. You take no for an answer. Like back off for a minute. Chill out, man. But no, he won't, he won't do that. Um, I have an important yeah. question, important question for you. This okay. is something that this is super insidery. But this is the first season without Elon Gale. And I'm wondering if mm-hmm. you feel like that that's part of the reason why the show seems different, better, or worse. I mean, obviously, I think it's better. But he was part of Caitlyn's season. I love that. But do you think that makes a big difference? Um, I don't think it probably did. I think the formula has been the same from the beginning, no matter who's there and who's not. I think you see things that align you're going to you'll I'm going to notice that more at the end of the season than now mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season there's so much happening there's so many people that there is really no like you just let people do what they got to do and it plays out perfectly always I think um with very little producing I think when it comes to the end you're going to see more of an impact on that and I definitely think you're going to see an impact on paradise oh interesting uh, we'll have to see if we like good or bad but I think those are the two places you'll see it uh-huh I'm excited about Paradise. They have definitely trotted out a lot of guys that are clearly just going to be there, and I think it'll be good. I'm looking forward. Yeah. Well, you know, that was Alon's baby. Like, Paradise was uh, was his kind of creation, and um, it was his kind of, it was his project. And so now, without him, it'll be interesting to see what it looks like. Um, oh. I mean, I love, Alon's one of my greatest friends, and I love him, and I think his impact on the show was positive. But it will be interesting to see if we can notice any changes after him. Interesting. That's a good tip. I'll have to watch for that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, hmm. <laughs> anyone else you particularly like from this season? Or like what like what are you watching for in the next couple of weeks? Uh what I'm watching for the next couple of weeks is this, Julia. Um, I wanna see somebody who isn't infatuated with Hannah but is actually into Hannah right now. I think people are still in the infatuation stage where she's the bachelorette and they're in a mansion and they haven't started traveling yet. And they all like each other in the house and all the guys are pretty much getting along except for a few. That's going to change. And when that starts changing, we see real personalities coming out. 
And so usually about week four, five, six, that we start to understand who these people are and they can, they stop hiding behind their perfect images or their perfect representations of themselves. Um, that's one thing I'm looking for. The second is I want to see how Hannah is going to continue to handle these really tough situations. She's, she's obviously uh, a great bachelorette so far, but the, the best uh, thing for me, that a bachelorette can do is can, like those final weeks, how she manages those tough conversations, how well she allows herself to get to know these guys. And so far, I think Hannah's going to do a really good job at it. Um, but I have a feeling she's, she's going to get really wrapped up and how much these guys probably care about her. And I, I wonder how much she's going to be able to compartmentalize and separate each relationship. Because I feel like right now she's doing a great job, but she's grouping everybody together and she's yeah. having a hard time separating each individual guy. It seems like she's having a really fun time right now. And I, I, I think it'll get real and it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how she responds to like the stress of being mm-hmm. the bachelorette. But I'm, I'm digging yeah, it. I agree. I'm looking forward to it. Ben, anything you want to plug before I let you go? Um, you know what, Juliet, right now, um, life for me is, is great. So generous is still my main job, uh, at generouscoffee.com. Uh, you know, the podcast, we talk about a, a lot. We're, you know, second fiddle to you. Um, <laughs> where we just try really hard to be what Juliet is today. Um, ben, you're too but outside of that, yeah, well, um, I have some, I will tease something. Uh, well, no, I do want to say in, um, in Denver, Colorado, we have the wedding festival coming up where that I'm hosting and that I help create with two others. And it's where 10 couples get married at one time on a stage and the reception is a joint reception with the public invited in to do a food and music festival. That's super exciting on September 1st. So if you're in Denver, come out for it. Um, but I will tell you, uh, let's talk after this. And at some point I have some huge, huge announcement um, that Whoa. I cannot wait to talk about that. I, I just can't talk about yet. So at some point here soon, um, before the season's over, I'll come back on the podcast and we can talk about those. Um, because I think it'll be fun for you to hear too. Oh my God. I can't wait. What a tease. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Ben, ben Higgins. Thank you so much. Always great to talk to you, buddy. See you, Juliet. We've got more Bachelor to discuss. Namely, we need to talk about John Paul Jones, the legend, the icon that he has become so quickly. But first, I want to welcome you to Cape Line. Cape Line sparkling cocktails take you to a place where your wildest expectations meet real possibility. These super delicious bubbly twists on classic cocktails of all the flavor you expect from a margarita, hard strawberry lemonade, or blackberry mojito. And with just six simple ingredients, there's nothing artificial. On top of that, they are simple to enjoy. Straight out of the fridge or on the go, just pop open the can. Or if you're feeling extra fancy, talking to you wine drinkers, pour one over ice. It would be very Irish, like a Magner's over ice, you know? Beautiful. Go to capeline.com to find out where to buy these seriously delicious sparkling cocktails. Celebrate responsibly. 2019 Cape Line Beverages, Memphis, Tennessee. Are you so excited about Toy Story 4? If so, Toy Story Drop is for you. Toy Story Drop is where the world of Toy Story comes to life in the only mobile game fully themed in the Toy Story universe, including the upcoming Toy Story 4. From Buzz to Bow, Woody to Rex, Toy Story Drop lets you play with your favorite Toy Story characters from all four movies and journey through iconic locations from the Toy Story universe, including Toy Story 4. Some of you may be dabbling in your eyes thinking of how all the stuffed animals and toys almost died, but don't. Just play this game. Engage in more than 200 levels of gameplay across Andy's room, Pizza Planet, Bonnie's room, 
Plus, there'll be additional content every few weeks. You can unlock bonus narrative shorts with Woody and Buzz. And on June 21st, experience a drop of Toy Story 4-themed content as you help Bo Peep find her lost sheep and start collecting pieces to a Forky-themed character playset. <laughs> Toy Story Drop is now available on iOS, Android, and on window tablets. Go to toystorydrop.com slash bachelor to download today and take the magic of Toy Story with you on the go Toy Story Drop. Play the game between now and June 20th to unlock a special voice pack and hear the claw. Alrighty. It's now time to discuss the man, the myth, the legend that is John Paul Jones. Ooh. And to do that, I have Tea Time's own Amelia Wedemeyer. For Hi. Some, for some reason, I almost called you Olivia. That's, that's my sister's name. Really? Yeah. So. Olivia and Amelia do go together. That's true. It, it's kind of nice. The, yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, Amelia, you helped me do some JPJ research. And I figured let's just get into it together. I love it. Yeah. I want to talk about JPJ, but can I actually just make some uh, some news and notes and some corrections to myself first? Please. On Monday, Roger and I were discussing if everyone in the Air Force can be a pilot. Resounding no. Everyone, I guess, could be, but they are not, is the point. I just want to shout out at 150 underscore Milton named Katie, who told me that a vast majority of people who serve in the Air Force, including herself, are not pilots. Mm. Also, uh, you can be over six foot six, I think, because really? you don't have to be a pilot. Oh, oh, sure. Okay. You can do other things. So anyway, I'm really sorry to everyone in the Air Force. <laughs> I should have done research before just talking about it. It seems like it, though. Like, it seems like because it's in the air, you know? I know. It's just, I don't know. I got confused, but I'm sorry. Now we know that um, actually you don't have to be a pilot if you're in the Air Force, and, and you can be in the Air Force without being a pilot. So there you go. Dream big. Thanks to everyone who messaged me about that, which there were many of you. And, you know, I, I do appreciate it. I, I read those messages. Additionally, a big thank you to Preetha, who emailed me to say that, in fact, Secret Life of Pets is not a Disney-ABC synergy because it's a universal movie. My bad. It's all good. This is part of my pet blindness. <laughs> I don't care about animals, so, so it's just like, whatever. I like animals, just not near me. You know, like, sure. I, I don't want a pet. Just like looking at them. Sure. No, not even that. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, I'm not, sure. I'm not really one for a cat video, but. Oh, I get it. I, I understand that. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about John Paul Jones. So far, what would you say, Amelia, is John Paul Jones' brightest moment in through three episodes of this season? Oh, man. Well, I, I mean, his entrance where he was like, I'm John Paul Jones. My friends call me John Paul Jones, so you can call me John Paul Jones. And even his, like, the little— his Chiron. The Chiron. Instead of a profession, it was like John Paul Jones. Yes, and I believe he's like an actuary. I went to his LinkedIn. He It says he's a financial analyst in okay, his mini so he, bio. So he, that could mean so many things. He could be an actuary. <laughs> he could be an accountant. He could um, work for, like, an investment bank. He could work He does a, look like a financial— Broke. Yes, of. I mean, apparently he's from Maryland. I think he still lives in that area. I like that Hannah has adopted that he's a full name guy. Like, yes, like he's always John Paul Jones. Like there's, there's, she likes saying his full name. Yeah, which I think is really funny. She's she, embraced it. She clearly likes him. Like not to marry or be supposed <laughs> to, but like sure enough she, for him she, to stick around. Yeah, and I think she honestly just likes saying John Paul Jones. <laughs> also, I, I've said this before. I think you need to have a good wacky character around totally, you. Totally, yeah. Someone who it's like fun to be around when you're in this slog of trying to find your husband from all these people willing to do so on TV. Definitely. I mean, last time we had Jordan um, with the gold underwear. Jordan you know? Campbell, yeah. Yes. And, he and <laughs> side note about Jordan, his ex from Paradise oh. last summer, Jenna Cooper, 
is like writing a book to tell her side of the story because he, he likes about like two texts. Yeah, basically. Oh God. Yeah, I That's know. Jenna, we don't need that. Maybe a Kindle single. <laughs> Maybe like a, a PDF you can download, but a full fledged book, I don't like, think just so. Write a blog about it and or just move on. Get or back, just move on. Get that's back actually on paradise. I think she should go back on paradise to get a better. Rap. Oh, I think that's actually a very good idea because she did not come off looking great. No, I think she was invited to Ari and Lauren's wedding though, which many people were not. <laughs> I know. So anyway, Whoa. you're right. JPJ is kind of like this season's Jordan. He's yeah. kind of like the joke that we can all. He, you're not laughing at him. You're laughing with him. Right. Right. And I, but I think he's like a. I was thinking about this the other night I, because he is a lot like Jordan or even. I don't he doesn't have the anger problems like Chad, but they're they play off this character that's like kind of weird. They're kind of villains a little bit. Right. But yeah. JPJ's not like that. He's not he's not. He's there's so much more to John Paul Jones. So much more. Episode two, we learned that he could ride a tricycle. Yes. He flipped his hair hardcore. Oh my God, that's incredible. And then he had two incredible quotes. One was quote, Luke has the body of a Greek god. My gosh, that guy looks amazing. End quote. I mean, Jordan would never say such a thing. That's what makes JPJ such a legend. Serious, yes. And I don't know if you've noticed, but he kind of sounds like Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Mm. Kind of. If you you can kind of hear it, and he's just like, oh, I'm not that familiar Luke with Buffalo Bill's a, voice. Oh, the, it's like you put the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> do you not, do you not know that? I haven't seen that movie in a really long time. The book left a really oh, big impression. Oh on me, God, though. sure. The book was creepy. Well, good, good book. I recommend it. Really? Okay. Yeah, very good. Um, yesterday, I recommended two books to you, and you told me that your dad liked Oh, no, it was a book oh. and a TV show. And you're like, yeah, my dad likes that. Yeah, my dad likes that. So me and your dad are the same interest. I believe the recommendations were The Good Wife and The Goldfinch. Yes, yes, which a lot of people like. Two very popular yes, things. Yes, exactly. It's yeah. not just me and your dad. There's other people at the same age range as me. Um John Paul Jones also said, all right, all right, and, like, really sounded like Matthew McConaughey. He was giving us Matthew McConaughey. He had the hair down. It was just, I was like, oh, my God, am I hallucinating? Very dazed and confused Matthew McConaughey, too, <laughs> which I really enjoyed. Uh, yeah. No, totally. I he, He's fantastic. And then he really, he didn't have a lot of minutes this week, but he just, no, in the birthing Labor wow. date. He made such a huge impact, which is why I wanted to, like, not even <laughs> try to talk about him with Roger. I really I needed more time to digest it sure. and to think about it. And I've never seen fear on The Bachelorette <laughs> the way we saw it with him before wow. he was, like, electrocuted or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is true. And during the thing, he freaked out. Like, he was holding her hand so hard that she was in pain, too. And he just— the face, the faces he made were he was like incredible. legitimately terrified. It was very, oh, yeah. it was very funny. I mean, why weren't <laughs> more of them terrified? Well, see, I also think John Paul Jones knows how to play to the camera because apparently he's also an actor. Is he? Yes. How do you know? Okay, so I did some googling, okay. and there was a an article um, about how he played Hal in Catholic University's production of Picnic, which is a Pulitzer Prize winning play. I've never heard of Picnic, but that's hugely exciting. He played, because Sebastian Stan, who I'm also a fan of, Okay, um, I think he played it on Broadway or off-Broadway, and he played the character that John Paul, Paul Jones played, which is this character named Hal, who always has his shirt off and is like the neighborhood bad boy. Oh, yeah. okay. Cool. So that's JPJ, <laughs> wanting to have his shirt off. JPJ. And someone in uh, the article— 
It's quoted as saying, so JPJ, he plays a finely or a finely sculpted John Paul Jones has all the character's showmanship. If he lacks a bit of danger inherent in Hal's <laughs> irrepressible personality, um, we overlook it with each <laughs> hair flip and bodybuilder's pose. So his hair is really part of his his aura is what we're yes, learning. Yes, 100%. It's like a big part of who he is. It really which, is. Is weird because in one of the deleted scenes, like after, or I think shared on social, mm-hmm. Hannah cut a piece of his hair. Right. Which yeah. Is he so let her weird. do that. He let her do that. Why would she want to do that? I don't even get I it. Don't really. I think it was know. like it was a uh, the first night. I think it was. Yeah, and he like compared it to kind of like Van Gogh. Yeah. Losing his ear. I know. So he was, which is, if he was smart, he would have gone for the Samson comparison. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, dang it. JPJ, why didn't anyone help you with that? <laughs> and if you watch the clip, and, and we'll tweet it out from at Bachelor Party Pod on Twitter, if you, courtesy of the bat of at Bachelor at ABC, Hannah looks so confused and disturbed, <laughs> like as he's talking to her. And then he whips out the scissors and she just is like, has this huge smile on her face. And I, <laughs> I feel like, much like me, Hannah doesn't know what to expect from JPJ sure. or where things are going to go. And she's just going with it. And it's like, it's pretty amazing. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm loving him. Me too. I mean, he, uh, hopefully he'll get more minutes um, in this coming episode. You or, know? Or, or almost at, we're almost at um, episode four. So we're, or episode four. How many more weeks can he possibly have? I mean, like two at most. Is when it, when do they go international? I think they go international not this week, but the but week they, after, week five. I think you could they go to go Rhode to, Island this week, right? Oh, okay. That, I think that's probably you're correct. I um I think that he could honestly go abroad and be on for like one more episode. I really believe that he makes it to Europe, but no further. Yes, yes, that's exactly. I I'm calling it now. Yeah. I think they spend a lot of time in Europe, so I'm just happy he gets to have a taste of it. Probably means Good he gets to him. hang out a little bit longer, too, and just see where things go. Oh my, I, I would love if they cut to, like, you know, when they're all bored in the mansion or yeah. bored in their hotel rooms. Like, him just, like, chowing down on some chicken McNuggets or something, like, something interesting for us to consume sure. of JPJ. Sure. He, um— he was the chicken nuggets man this week. He was. Second week in a row with some chicken nuggets being eaten. Last week, or week two, it was Cam. Week three, it was John Paul Jones. Yeah. And then he took to his Instagram and he he did like a funny joke about the chicken nuggets. Oh, I didn't see that. Yes, it's from a couple of days ago where it's just like him and I don't even know who he's with. <laughs> and he like is pointing at something and he makes this joke saying, the caption is, some chicken nuggets over there. Which like doesn't really make sense. <laughs> And it's really weird, but, like, he's just trying to, like, get in on this chicken nugget action, which, like, Why I guess— not? Yeah, go for it. He, Why is this a thing, though, chicken nuggets? Well, didn't—I think it was in the first episode, something occurred with a chicken nugget. It's like someone brought chicken nuggets or, like, were, they were eating chicken nuggets or something. And so, of course, you know, The Bachelor, having intelligent producers, wanted to capitalize on this they iconic screenshot, yeah, that people will be using for— the foreseeable future. It makes me, I feel like we've been seeing them eat obviously more than usual. Like the other guy came in with a hot dog and whatever. There's been all the chicken nugget action. Yeah. I feel like we're just seeing way more um, food than usual. And I enjoy it. I mean, one of my favorite moments of all time was when we got the Chad meat tornado or whatever it was. Of course. Chad and the meat is epic. Yeah, exactly. A friend was recently asking me about Chad and I was like, yeah, he ate a ton of meat. (laughs) That's a, 
that's exactly how you can describe that's, him. That's the most memorable thing about him. <laughs> and now John Paul Jones, though Cam made them first, he's going to become like, oh, the guy who had chicken nuggets. Because it was so pronounced. It was. And it was just the way he was holding it was so dramatic and like pointed. Well, I didn't know that you could make a statement <laughs> of chicken nuggets like that. Well, and I just love how it, they went from Cam's face to I think the guy's name was Jonathan because yeah. they were in a fight. And yes. then it was just like, let's bring in some humor, some lightness to this with JPJ eating a chicken nugget. I mean, he just did so much with so little. <laughs> it, it was amazing to Again, me. Again, he's putting his acting skills to work. I know. If I had to guess where he was from, though, I would never guess he's from Maryland. Not to like really? be too stereotypical, but I just feel like he's like a man without a home. I don't even know where <laughs> I would think he was from. I He kind of reminds me of this guy that I know who is from Vermont, and he mm. has like one of those family crest pinky rings. Oh, geez. Yeah. Okay. This is, I, I don't know. I'm kind of getting that vibe from JPG. Just by the way he looks, but I don't know. I don't know. Are you excited about his Paradise Prospects? Oh, my, my favorite person every season is the person that I know was built for Paradise. Like last season, Demi. Yes. Yes. JPJ. Yes. He is, they've, He's already inked the deal. Like, let's just <laughs> let's just go to paradise now because I want to see him on the beach flirting with some ladies. Like, let's just do it. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. I am so excited. Imagine all the food they'll provide him with there. Because, like, oh, I feel like, you know, God. part of—I've talked about this before. Like, part of having a JPJ on and yes. giving him the bloopers is, like, pilot testing him and, like, fo- oh my focus God. grouping. Will people like John Paul Jones? 100%. And the answer is yes. <laughs> and now he can have like some scallops. He can oh, have my god. He can have some seafood. Some some you know. He, I would love that down Mexico way. <laughs> who, who knows? <laughs> I'm just really excited. Also, he obviously has like a lot of fear. Or not of everything, but at least a, a, sure. Imagine what other situations they can put him in to get the crazy oh my, reactions. Another well, and see, and again, I think. He knew he was, like, playing to the camera, which is very smart. Yeah. And so I think he is willing. It's his thespian self <laughs> just wanting to come he out. Not act. He can't not act. So I think we're going to see more dramatic moments from him. Yeah. And, you know, they might not all be super authentic, but they'll be authentic enough. They'll be good enough and we'll, we'll accept it. Exactly. I'm just happy to have him on the show. He's like a, he's like a good in-between of like neither a hero nor a villain. Yes. But like memorable enough that we'll be talking about John Paul Jones in the future. <laughs> exactly. Um, thank you so much, Amelia. I really appreciated this. Just had to dig into what was going on with no, him. No, yeah. Thank you. I Anytime you want to talk about JPJ, let me know. Um, thanks again to Ben Higgins. And thanks again to today's sponsors, Cape Line, and of course, Toy Story Drop. world of Toy Story comes to life in the only mobile game fully themed in the Toy Story universe, including the upcoming Toy Story 4. Toy Story Drop launches May 30th. Go to toystorydrop.com slash bachelor to download to your iOS or Android device now. Play the game between now and June 20th to unlock a special voice pack and hear the claw. 